welcome to another episode of the Mad Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Begley, Goni, and Wayne. Friday morning, don't have our meat and potato episode ready yet. Uh, we have some we have some details that we're ironing out as far as the Mad Fantasy Football Olympics go. So we plan on getting uh, some of those details ironed out and and post that episode Saturday morning. But since we're a podcast for the people and you all expect one every Friday morning, here we are throwing a Q&A at you. Hot and heavy. Gentlemen, how are we? We're good, man. Have we leaked details of the Olympics? The Mad no Fantasy? deets. No deets. No Just deets. that it all started when you called Begley fat. I called him not so nimble for a laser maze. That's all. You guys have opened the floodgates and just poured on this man, and he he turned a blind eye to it. Would He's only seen that, my lack of nimbleness comment. Would you say that to a skinny person? I think not. Yeah. Say it Malarkey. to whoever doesn't look nimble. I'm calling malarkey on that. How how do you determine who looks nimble and who doesn't look nimble? Uh, the eye test. Exactly. Standard eye test. Boom. Boom. He just sets a threshold. If he thinks you're 270 and up, forget about it. Here's no, that's not true. That's not true. We used to work with a with a, a certain guy who loved to drink like seven Mountain Dews a day, Wayne, that you know. And I would definitely call him not nimble. Yeah, I think you're referring to the guy that um, – before we were getting a basketball to g- game together and he's not nimble at all. And he bet a pizza that he would block one of your shots that night and you yep. accepted the bet and he stuffed one right back into your nostrils. This not so nimble guy. And you had to buy him a pizza. So would you call him nimble or not? No, no. All right. All but, right. Uh, but, myth, myth but this debunked. guy, this guy is super unathletic and you can tell. So what do you what did you call from Begley? Is he unathletic or is he fat or is it both? Uh, he's just not nimble enough for a laser maze, man. <laughs> it's just all a spade a spade. Hey, here. there's no See, way there's no way you can weasel your way out of this one. Either he's really unathletic or he's fat. That's why he's not nimble. Hey, Goni hasn't seen me do anything athletic besides shoot a basketball that I dominated him in. By the way, that's the only thing he's seen me do athletically in his life. So it has to be fatness. It can be nothing else. You think I'm call it what you want, man. You think call I'm it what you want. Fat, don't you? Just say it. I don't. I want to hear. Don't, dude. Well, we'll get into this. We see. See, we're gonna we're gonna save this for our tight end episode because tight ends are are boring. So so all of this banter you will get Saturday morning. We're gonna just release the floodgates. I'm gonna play Doctor Phil and let them get after it. And every now and then I'll jump in and stir the pot a little. But but we'll save all this for for the tight end episode that we'll definitely need to f- have some filler. Um, this one is our Q and A. First off, Andrew Voorhees, man, sorry, that sucks. That's a bad beat. Did y'all hear what happened to him? No. O lineman tore his ACL at the combine. Oh, no. Tore his ACL at the combine, and then went back and did the deadlift and did the best. What a dude. Trying Football to salvage. Guy. Trying to salvage. Yeah. Feel bad for him though. But yeah, that sucks. Um all right, let's let's get into some uh cues and we'll throw out the A's. Absolutely. 
All right, let's get into it. Um, sorry, give me a second. Let me scroll down. If I need to turn my game down from my heavy breathing, Wayne, just tell me. <laughs> my lover Totoro, 12-team Superflex, his team's not competitive. He's got two trades. First one is he's giving away Jacoby Myers to get Gabe Davis. The second one is Jacoby Myers and Rashid Shahid for Malik Willis in the 2023-209 to Superflex, obviously. Do you guys like either of those trades? I, if I, I had I, those, to choose one. Those are really too low level to do anything for somebody rebuilding. Right? I mean, if you're if you're going to do one of them, you probably want to go out and get Malik Willis in the 209. But but the Jacoby Myers for Gabe Davis is just kind of a wash for me. Honestly, I think Jacoby Myers has got a better floor. That's where I'm at with it. Jacoby Myers is the best guy of the bunch here. I don't even think Malik Willis is going to be anything. He, I mean, he might, but I, I highly doubt it. He didn't look great when he was playing last year. Gabe Davis is is very boomer bust. They might give him another chance this year. They and if he fumbles it again, you know, the opportunity then it's gone. Jacoby Myers is constant. He's he's a PPR machine. He set a career high. He finally scored some touchdowns this year. Uh, I I'd rather just hang on to Jacoby Myers. He's still young enough to where he can stay on a rebuilding team. I I disagree. I'm going to go Gabe Davis. I'm shipping Jacoby Myers away. We don't know what he is outside of New England when he was the number one receiving option. If he goes somewhere where he's playing second fiddle, his targets are going to get cut down. Uh, Gabe Davis is still a baby. He's not going to be the wide receiver one that some of us projected him to be or high wide receiver two. But I think he still has room to grow. I think he's more talented than Jacoby Myers. I'm going to take Gabe. I think I think Jacoby Myers, though, even though he's the number one, they're in a low passing offense, man. Mac Jones isn't anything special, and we run the ball a whole lot, being a Patriots fan and all. It, uh, Jacoby Myers is a dude. He's definitely a dude. He's a dude, but we haven't seen him in a different scheme. We just don't know what he's what he's going to be. He's probably not going to be in New England, right? I don't know. Uh, they're talking about going and getting DeAndre Hopkins right now, so I really would love for that to happen. But I, I think Jacoby Myers as the number two would eat, eat in New England or anywhere really. Jacoby Myers is good. He's got talent. Yeah. Is it is this a situation where you'd wait and see where he goes? Or does it not matter? You're still taking Jacoby. I'd still take Jacoby. As much love as I put on Gabe Davis last year, that man needs to apply a massive amount of stick to his gloves. I'll offer you a doink. Okay. Take? Gabe and Jacoby? Sure. Yeah, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Um. I'm not, I, this I'm not give up on it. I, I know you're fading Gabe for personal reasons, and I, I respect that. Yeah. The talent is there. Just needs a little more volume. Yeah. I mean, we'll, I don't know how much more volume you can get than Josh Allen. Josh Allen's. we had an argument today, Wayne and I. He's not that good of a pocket passer. I'm still taking Gabe. He's still going to put up 4,000 plus easy. Sure. He's just not going to complete a lot of them. He'll do 4,000 really inefficiently. 
65 plus percent, man. He's he's come a long way. He was one of the worst very long way last year. What was his percentage? Wayne, what was it, 22nd in the league? I do not remember. It was. I, I'll argue anything that he who shan't be named, uh, the man that is never invited to the podcast, whatever point he's making, I'll do my best to find any scrap of evidence to argue the opposite. And I think that's what I was doing. He's the Voldemort of the podcast, if you will. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. We got a couple Facebook questions in today, so Beggs and I are going to ping pong back and forth between Facebook and Reddit. Boys, I'm ready for you to laugh at me as I butcher this first name. Ben Teljonic. 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 Uh, if it's, Let if me know it's if I Facebook got that right. people, just hit, just hit us with the last initial. Whatever, man. He's got a single rude. quarterback dynasty. What a rude response. Whatever, man. Uh, single quarterback dynasty. He wants to know Lamar for pick 201. He has Lamar and someone offered him the 201. He also has Justin Fields. He says it seems low to him, but he's curious about other people's thoughts on Lamar's situation. He's been trying to track it for a while. It, the guy that offered also has Kyler. So he's he said he, he knows that Kyler's injured, but he's trying to get Lamar, or I'm sorry, Kyler in the 201 for Lamar. What, what do you think the value on that? If somebody offered me the 201 for Lamar, I'd drive to their house and spit on their shoes. Even in a single quarterback, just the just the two hundred one for Lamar. Yeah, it's egregious. Kyler in two hundred one, I'd consider, but I don't know that I would still do that. Because Kyler without D Hop, he was not so good. Bex, Bex, how do you feel, man, with that face up there, the sour milk? Ugh. Dude, I, the guy. I mean, it's wise on the other guy's part, right? Try to buy super low while Lamar's getting all this bad press. No way in hell I'm trading Lamar for that man, and I'm not trading him for Kyler Murray either. I'm not either. I'm I'm holding. I'm standing pat on Lamar. You can keep the two hundred one. You can keep Kyler Murray. I don't care where Lamar Jackson goes. He's a rushing quarterback. He's a former MVP. The guy's phenomenal. Just get that out of there. With this that. is one of those trades where I respond to the trade. Like I'll I'll send I'll I'll send a trade Lamar for Kyler the two hundred one and then his number one running back. Number one receiver, number one pick. Yeah, yeah, like it just, just I, something I send, stupid. I send an egregious trade back, just as just as like a virtual way to flip him the bird. <clears throat> Begs, Reddit. Oh, this is Begs. already going terribly, up, boys. If you're going back and forth, let's determine it now, so we don't have any weird bodes of silence again. Shifting Evan, <laughs> five half point PPR super flex. He's getting a 24 first and second for Calvin Ridley and Dalton Schultz. Uh, I mean, do you know, do you know I'll where they're it. at? What do you mean? The, the first round picks. Do you know if they're mid? It's 2024. It didn't really say 2024 to, to be determined. Oh, he does say they look like the, his best guess is mid to late. I don't think I'd do it for a mid to late. Calvin Ridley's got I a would. good opportunity to be successful in that offense. 
Trevor Lawrence took huge uh, leaps from from last year. He he could be. He could be a dark horse wide receiver front end wide receiver too next year. And then Dalton Schultz is oh, – we just don't know about him. He, we don't know where he's going. I mean, obviously, um, they did not use the franchise tag on him, so they're going to roll with Jason Ferguson. But if a team goes out and gets him, they obviously plan on using him. Jake. Jacob Ferguson. What did I say, Butcher Jason? Names. Yeah. It don't matter. Anyway, uh, like – Jay. My boy Jay Ferg. Yeah, just just when you're talking about fantasy football players, just use the first initial. Whatever, man. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I'm on the other side. I'm I'm probably going to take the picks just because I know that I, I like Calvin Ridley as like a buy low candidate this year, and he's a mystery box, and he could put up great numbers, but he's he's still a mystery box. He still hasn't played for a year and a half. You don't know necessarily what you're going to get out of them. I don't think Christian Kirk or Evan Ingram, you know, being still in the offense is necessarily going to lower his target share, but it, it could be like, a, I don't know. It could be like, it's, it's your game. Like Patrick Mahomes with, with the chiefs and their, their wide receivers. It, it's going to be a juju game and then it's going to be an MVS game. And then it's going to be a strictly Travis Kelsey game. Like, I just don't know if we see a whole lot of constant production out of it, and so I'd, I'd rather just kind of cash in and take the picks. Dalton Schultz could be nothing in a terrible tight end position. It could be if he's like eight through ten. What is that for you at the at the tight end spot? You know. Yeah, I, it, Dalton Schultz is worth nothing once he leaves Dallas. He's going to get paid somewhere and disappear. I think if you can get a second for him great you may be able to get a very late first if you're very lucky to me it's good value here right i mean i think calvin's for a, a first and second for these two players is good i, I like calvin this year i'm not trading him uh, i want to see what i've got but doug peterson's got those boys rolling trevor lawrence may have found a spot i mean calvin's got an opportunity to be a number two the number one and you see how well he's done when he shared the spotlight in atlanta uh, he can absolutely hold his own if he is second on the team in targets. So I like Calvin Ridley a lot. I- I'm holding here, but that's just based on my own projections. It's good value. Michael Ellison has a 10-man dynasty. He says he doesn't have a great team, but he feels like there's a few moves that he, he can make to make it solid. So in this 10-man dynasty, he wants to know what moves he should try to make. His roster is Justin Fields. I'm just going to go down like the starters and maybe a, a couple bench guys. Justin Fields, Swift, ETN, DJ Moore, Christian Watson, Evan Ingram, Najee, Mike Evans, Gabe Davis, kicker defense. And then he's got Dak Prescott, Kyle Trask, AJ Dillon, Elijah Moore, Josh Palmer on the bench. He's also got Dotson, Jahan Dotson on his taxi and Greg Dulcich. And he's sitting on the 104, it looks like, the 201 and the 202. He's not far off, is he? Uh, It's not as bad as I I thought it would be when I started reading it. I I like his running backs. He's got got, uh, Swift, ETN, and A.J. Dillon waiting in the wings. That's pretty solid. Najee. Najee, yeah. Well, well, here's, here's my thought with Najee. I would couple Najee 
with Mike Evans. That way you, because Mike Evans is at hold the bag territory now. So I feel like the only way you can get a good pull for him is if you couple him with another young, good player. And I feel like like with D Swift and ETN, you've got a nice young starting core group of running backs. Um, AJ Dillon's a good a good backup to have. <clears throat> and I feel like if you couple Najee and Mike Evans, you can go out and snag a pretty good um, wide receiver. I feel like you'll need a wide receiver. That being said, so that's what that's that's kind of my initial thought here is take Najee, couple him with Mike Evans, and go after a good receiver. I'm talking like a high end wide receiver two, back end wide receiver I, one. That's what Najee should be able going, to get you. I was going AJ Brown. Yes. Najee when you couple Najee with Mike, you're you're getting off of Mike, so you're not holding the bag on him. And you can still get a good pull because Najee's a good character. He's a good one. And and everybody knows that if you've listened to earlier episodes that I fade Najee. Um, just not a good system, and he hasn't just shown anything. That being said, your diamond in the rough here, in my opinion, is Josh Palmer. I think he could definitely be a stud. But that's that's kind of my initial move here. Couple Mike Evans with Najee. Go get you a nice WR1 or good WR2. Is it a super flex? It is not. <clears throat> I, I agree with Wayne. Uh, you you got to cut one of the running backs loose to get a wide receiver talent. Um, but I'll play devil's advocate. You get the 104, you can go get your receiver of choice. They're all going to be there. If it's, it's Smith and Jigba or if it's Jordan Addison, you can get your guy here. The 201, there's a lot of good options. Right now, Keishon Butte from LSU didn't have a good combine. He's dropping. Quentin Johnson is getting some negative press. He might slip in drafts, especially if in your league people go from running back heavy or some of the uh, quarterbacks go early. You never know. I mean, I where, think there's... You, where, where do you think he's slipping to? The 201, possibly. No, no way. No, I've seen, I've no seen way. Addison, and I've seen Addison go 1-2, right, in, in recent drafts. With the way that Bryce Young is getting hyped up, he's going to be a first-rounder. Maybe Anthony Richardson. That's four spots. And then you've got the Bijan. You've got the Gibbs. You're looking at, at Charbonnet. You're looking at a lot of these running backs, A-chain, that are getting the hype. I know in, in our league, our Dynasty Warriors league, the rookie drafts get weird. Jamar Chase slipped to fourth. You guys got Waddle at sixth. That should have never happened. We got Waddle at eight. At eight. And Jamar went six. Yeah. Incredible. It, I, it gets, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it but you're weak. assuming you're assuming that quarterback all quarterbacks are going to be taken off the board in a single quarterback league, and I just don't think that happens. It it, it might not and Quentin Johnson may not be there. I'm just saying that there's I think there's going to be good receiving talent that slips into that two oh one pick because they didn't test well at the combine. There were no stud wide receivers who had a good combine. None. Zero. You know, I mean, obviously, flowers and downs are going to be there. I think you can draft and and get your wide receiver room in a decent shape if you can't make trades. That's the point I'm trying to make. But I agree with Wayne. Would you do Would you do Mike Evans and the 104 for like a Devonta Smith or a T Higgins or I'm I'm just trying to think of like a young guy. Probably not enough for you. Mm. No, I, with to me with if he's probably going to get Smith and Jigba or Addison at the one hundred and four, yeah, that's pretty. It's probably bad. the route to go draft organically with those. 
So you are we telling him basically you you should probably just go ahead and try and draft organically. Gabe Davis is in his flex spot. Mike Evans is in his flex spot. It looks like there's three flexes there, and, and Najee's the other one as well. Yeah. I like Evan Ingram where he's got him. Well, he he might be able to do like a Mike Evans and the 104 to move up to the 102 and snag Gibbs, and then Najee. Najee can pull. I th- Najee should easily be able to pull like a T Higgins. That way he fills up his receiver room. You can easily get rid of Najee without worrying about it. You can have a running back. He that needs a big into- time receiver though. He needs a big time receiver. He has DJ Moore and Christian Watson as his starters, and then Mike Evans and Gabe Davis is like his flexes. He needs he needs a a true like number one guy at the I, wide receiver spot. He said it running back. I, I'll tell you uh, something else. You may want to entertain if you know how your draft's going to go. Go from the 104 to the 106, trade back a spot or two, and try to get a wide receiver along with it. I don't know what you can get for that, moving back two spots. Probably not a great receiver, but you can get depth that way. I don't know. I don't know how far. Yeah. You, know, I, you know, it depends on who, who his guy is. You could I, you could honestly trade Mike Evans and Najee Harris for another first-round pick and maybe a, another wide receiver piece. If you had, if you're trading with the 106, for example, if you who, what would you need for Mike Evans and Najee Harris? The 106 plus what? A player. I mean, a player that I can use, at least in the flex, for sure. Yeah, I, hmm. it's tough. I mean, okay. Just what in a would you do? Would you do? Mike Amari. Evans and Najee Harris for the 106 and Jacoby? No, I need more than Jacoby. Yeah, I probably well, wouldn't do uh, that either. What, what do you all think about that, though? If he's going out and if he flips Najee and Mike Evans for another first-round pick and a flexible receiver, that's his best bet, right? He essentially flips one receiver and one running back that's probably not starting on a regular basis for three receivers. Sure. Sure. I mean, three, three receivers counting his draft pick. I, I mean, obviously, I, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't hate it, but my personal preference. Yeah. I don't need my personal preference. Go get Smith and Jigba and pray that he hits and keep Najee. I mean, to me, I, yeah, you can trade Mike Evans and Najee. I agree with you. I don't think I'm looking to get another pick. I'm looking to get a proven piece there, and I'll get Smith and Jigba at the 104. I just don't know how you move Mike Evans at this point without coupling him with an attractive player. Oh, I agree. I, I, it's a good package. It's a good package. Uh, what about I'm trying to think of a, of a player? What about a Judy? A Judy plus for those two. Judy in a second. That'd be solid. I mean, Judy's still technically a buy low. Yeah. Yeah. You guys know you, you know how, how I feel about Hollywood. I think you can might be able to get a first in Hollywood out of that. Interesting. I like those kind of questions. Those are fun. Um Buck Destiny, ten team super flex. He has two trades. Trade one. Friar move. A twenty four one and the in the three oh one. For Mark Andrews. Friar Muth and what were the picks? A 301 and what? A 24-1 and a 301. 
No. No. I'm gonna no. I'm gonna keep Fryermuth. Yeah. Tight end position is just too if you don't have Travis Kelsey, it's it's just what Boom. what's Fryermuth and Mark Andrews typical? Yeah, you, know, you might be losing five points on him. Maybe Fryermuth probably outscored Andrews a little bit this Agreed. year. You don't know what Lamar Jackson's situation is. Best case scenario, Lamar Jackson's back in Baltimore, but he's pissed. <laughs> so I mean Yeah. It's just a tight end he wasn't position. getting targets. He wasn't getting targets like for a good part of the year, Mark Andrews. And Fryermuth's been in the league for two years and he's he's looked pretty good for you know, all things considered. Young tight ends don't really put up a lot of points. Tight end position in general doesn't really put up a lot of points, but especially the young ones, and he's he's been pretty impressive for his first two years. So, uh, yeah, I'd rather just it's a it's a crappy position anyways. Don't go and try and upgrade that with a, a Mark dude, Andrews. Dude, I'm just not in the business of, of mortgaging my future to get a little bit better at the tight end position. Yeah, I, I, you guys know I'll die on the hill. Mark Andrews overrated. He had one 300 point year. Everybody wanted him to be the new Kelsey this year. He returned back to his 200 point home. He's a 200 point a year tight end. That's what he is. Yeah. Not to mention, not to mention our our meat and potatoes episodes that end with such and such for MVP started with Fryermuth. Fryermuth. Fryermuth for MVP MVP. was the OG. Throw us a few tips, Pat. All right. Second trade. DeAndre Swift, the 201 and a 24 first for McCaffrey. Swift. 201 and a 24-1 for McCaffrey. If you're competing, yes. Is that where you're going, Wayne? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and say it for both of us. Yeah, bro. If if you're a contender, make it happen. That's mm-hmm. that's a championship caliber piece right there. You don't know. I mean, Swift has all the talent in the world, but if he sees the field like he did last year, then it, it's just he's never going to realize his potential, really. If that's the case, I really hope that's that's different. He was playing with injuries a whole lot last year. He kind of became like just the receiving back towards the back half of the season. And Christian McCaffrey is, I think, a lock for top three again this year. The offense is phenomenal. We thought, you know, his production was going to go down when he went to San Francisco. They've just got so many mouths to feed there. The offense is so dynamic and he ate. He, he, he caught out of the backfield. He ran out of the backfield. He threw out of the backfield. He does it all. He's he's the best running back in football when he's healthy. He, he's he got a competing roster. I'll tell you that. He's definitely going to be top, top half in the league for sure. But it's a super flex, and he's rolling with Dak and Deshaun Watson. So he's going to be playing. He's going to be a little, little bit behind the eight ball at the quarterback spot, but I, Deshaun Watson plays halfway decent, and he's got McCaffrey putting up 20-plus a week. Uh, McCaffrey fills a lot of holes. He covers a lot of weaknesses when he's on your team. That's right. That's a clean sweep, Buck. We're all taking CMC, and we're not taking the injury tray. Chris Forster, he wants opinions on Jordan Love. He he has Jordan Love, and he was offered the 111. His other quarterbacks, Lamar, Pickett, Trask, he has the 105, and he's also likely to draft a quarterback. This is a super flex league. Dude, dude, so what do you feel on? Pause, pause the podcast, man. Go accept that trade immediately. 
Yeah, you're you're getting hype price for Jordan Love. You're not getting production price. Take it. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm with you on that. The 111 is good value for him. And at, at the 105, you're likely to draft a quarterback anyway. So maybe you get like an Anthony Richardson or just really anyone. If you get any of those top quarterbacks, they could be thrust into the starting role. You still have Pickett to fall back on, and then Trask might be a, a pleasant surprise every now and then. So yeah, go ahead and. Except that trade. Yeah. Streaks. Guy on Reddit who uh, has been a, a listener of the podcast before. Streaks, we appreciate you, man. Thank you very much. Thank you for your support. 12-team Superflex PPR. I love these questions. What value should I look for when trading down from the 101 to the 102 to 104 range? If, if he's trading back from the 101 to, say, the 102, 103 what value should he get in return? I think I think there's a big gap. There's a big gap between trading back from the 102 to the 103 because the 102 is getting it's the super flex. Mm-hmm. But I still think I still think regardless Bijan's number 1 overall. He's he's a generational talent. He's going to be great. He's going to go somewhere where he just, he's utilized immediately. And then if you drop to the 102 if you if you know kind of how the draft is going to go, the 102 is probably going to be Gibbs still unless the two like desperately needs a quarterback. But that's kind of what I'm looking at is is what your needs are. If you need a quarterback, I, I just think the gap from 102 to 103 is huge. And the gap from 101 to 102 is pretty big considering it's Bijan. What am well, I looking is- for? I'm looking for a lot. I'm looking for a lot because you're trading off of Bijan. What about Devonta Smith in the 102 for the 101? Done. That's solid. That's solid. Done. Yeah, bro. That's that's hard to come off of right there. Okay. What about the 103 and Deontay Johnson? No. No. I wouldn't do that. If I'm at the 103, if I'm if I'm getting the 103 or 104, I'm probably going to need another first, a late first. What about what about the one off four and Judy? I would do that. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. In a vacuum, probably would do it. We don't know the roster construction, but in a vacuum, yeah, I would do it. One oh three and JK Dobbins. Yeah, I'm high on JK though. And this this that's gonna be kind of a personal it. preference thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I would do it. I would take Bijan there. The one hundred and two and Najee. I would take that. I fade Najee. I feel like I would have to take that. Wayne hates Najee, but it's two running backs essentially, right there. It's two running backs. Yeah, worst case scenario, if you don't need a quarterback, that's that's Najee and Gibbs for Bijan. I feel like you got to do it. Okay, two more. Let's say Etn in the one hundred and four. Yes. I'd probably do that as well. It's hard to pass up. The 102 of Michael Pittman. No. No, no not until they get their quarterback situation figured out. Yeah, I'm just down on Michael Pittman. That's all. Okay. So so from, from your all's answers, you're looking at a top 18 
player at their position? Absolutely. So a so, so top 18 guy either way in the 102? Fair? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, just the way Bijan is, is expected to help your roster going forward, you're, you're going to have to get something back that's, that's pretty much guaranteed production. Bijan Robinson coming in right now is probably an auto top five or six dynasty running back, right? Without yeah. playing a single game, a single snap, he's probably a top five or six running back. Yeah. Easily. In dynasty, of course. What about what about one of the rookie wide receivers, London, Wilson, or Olave? Either one of those along with the pick moving the needle for you guys? I'd consider Olave. I'm glad you said that, man, because or, I feel like we talk here. about Drake London so much. I, I'm real high on Olave this year. I was high on him before they got Derek Carr. So Olave and 104, would you do it? Yeah, I no. would. But no. again, that's like a personal preference thing. I'm very high on Olave. If you think mm-hmm. London is going to be better than Olave, then I, I would do London in a 104. I personally wouldn't because they haven't figured out their quarterback situation there. Um, I was fine with the Red Rocket throwing it to Chris Olave. I'm not okay um, with Desmond Ritter right now. It, I, I take Olave in, in the 102 going. The 104 is a precipitous fall from the 101. Yeah, Olave in the 102, lock it up right there. Plus it, at the 104, you're missing out on a running back. I, I know it's super flex, so maybe you end up taking a quarterback if you need it, but I don't know. I, running backs are hard to come by. Yeah, I, if I'm going to the 104, I need proven. I don't need hype. I want, I want seen it, done it. Yep, if I'm absolutely. going to 102, I'll take the hype. Yep, especially in this draft. Hey, so speaking of Olave, Colin Morin is in a keeper league. So he wants to know, would you rather give up an 11th round pick to keep Olave or give up your 7th round pick and keep Amon Ra? Ooh. I'm going to... I'm going to take the 11th and Olave. Wayne? I'm going to... Man, that one's tough. I think I'm it's keeping... a good one. I think I'm keeping Amon Ra. We're talking the 7th yeah. round here. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. Getting, you're getting your dudes before that, that round rolls around. Yeah, that's tremendous value, I think, out of uh, a guy who can easily be a top 12 receiver any given year. Even with Jamison Williams coming back, Jared Goff balled out last year. I don't really expect anything to change. Seventh round pick for Amon Ra, is, it, it's great. It's phenomenal. I'm I'm on board with that as well. Yeah, I, you got, you guys make, make good arguments. Uh, my my counter argument is going to be, that in the seventh, there's still value at the receiver position. Just like there there always is, right? You can always strike gold there. Give me the 11th. You're less likely to find gold in the 11th than you are in the seventh. That's, That's all. Fair. Just a value That's play. Fair. Understandable. Uh, okay. Got a kind of a long-winded here. Spoke of wood. 12-team super flex. Welcome back, Spoke of wood. Spoke of wood, yes. He's looking to receive the 107. He's looking to package one of these three receivers with a second-round pick. Pittman, Ayuk, or Hollywood? Pittman, Ayuk, or Hollywood? What is he doing here? 
Pittman, Ayuk, or Hollywood with a 24-2 to get the 107? What do y'all think about that? Who who would who would we want to get rid of? Yeah, who would you trade off of his roster with a second to yeah. get the 107? Ayuk. I thought you were done going against Ayuk, man. I thought no, you were I just, I think, I, I think Pittman has solid potential if they can figure it out. And Hollywood without D-Hop played very well. So I'm just looking for that to continue. He he might have a rough start if Kyler's not ready to go uh, because he didn't do too good with Trace. But I, I think Hollywood is your best receiver out of the three. I think you definitely need to keep him if you have the choice. And for me, Ayuk is going to give you – he he's going to give you immediate – points but I think Pittman if if they can get him a quarterback I think he is better than IU so it's just if you're willing to gamble then I would stick with Pittman and send IU it just feels it feels gross saying like as much as I don't like Pittman it feels gross to throw him in like even if it was Pittman straight up for the 107 I don't know if I'd want to just re-roll Pittman just yet feels like it's a little too early Ayuk could be regressing next year, honestly. He, he had, a, he had a kind of a breakout season this year. It was with Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy probably won't be back from Tommy John surgery. Trey Lance could be the starter there. We don't know what the offense looks like. We don't know who he favors when he's in there. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's probably going to be Ayuk for me as well. It still I, feels I, gross. I think all three of them are better th- are better than the 107. I'm keeping. That's them. fair. That's probably the right answer. Keeping every single one of them. In if all reality, twos. I agree with you all. I'm taking Ayuk just for the Trey Lance factor. I think Pittman's yep. super talented. Yep. Yeah. Jason Workman, 12 team Superflex Dynasty. He's a contender. He gives up Diggs, the 108, and the 205. For Olave and the 106, it helps him get younger, move up a couple spots in the draft to take a good running back. That's what he's looking for. His running backs are Swift, ETN, and Rashad White. His other wide receivers, Drake London, Garrett Wilson, Terry McLaurin, Calvin Ridley, Jamison Williams. So do you make the move and give up digs? He'd also have the 109 and three second-round picks. Clean sweep, Wayne. We're taking Contend- a lot. He's contending, man. He's contending. Why are we clean sweeping a contender? Get the brooms out. You're taking a lava in the 106, and I'll hear nothing else of it. Right? What say you, Wayne? What's he giving up? Digs? Digs, the 108 and 205 to get dude, a lava in the 106. Dude, so he he's moves giving up, up in the first he, round. Dude, he's giving up Digs and uh, two picks behind the 106. Is, Olave in the 106, Wayne. It's is, a no is, is downgrading from Diggs to Olave worth two picks? Yeah. Jumping two picks, not two picks. And we're completely forgetting that he's also throwing in a second-round pick. So, I don't care. Yes. Wayne yeah. makes good points, man. I was on the fence, but he's swaying me right now. He, he, he makes good points, but there's a huge gap in the 106. If, if you're a contender, if you're a contender... Are you willing to trade Diggs to jump from the 108 to the 106? So, 
So and he's saying for, he wants a running back. Who's going yeah, exactly. to be there? Who's going to be there? There's going to be a lot of people there. At the 106? The drop from yeah. the 106 to 108 in running backs is minuscule. And you're going from Diggs to Olave, which is not so minuscule. And no, he's a this, contender. This, to me, sounds exactly like he knows his league. And I think he knows. To me, when I, when I hear that question, he knows he's got to get to the 106 to have a, have a shot. At an RB. Yeah, I like his running backs. I don't even know why he's so, like, his. they're not too bad. He doesn't have depth is the problem. Swift, ETN, Rashad White. Yeah. I, I'm, with, I'm with Wayne, though, on this side of, like, give me the top five receiver that's Stephon Diggs. I'm a contender. I have a chance. Stephon Diggs can flat out win you a week. He could drop a 30 bomb any given week in the offense that he plays in. And it's two picks. It's two picks. There's going to be guys there. There's going to be there's a drop off from from Bijan. It's Bijan drop off Gibbs drop off everyone else. Essentially, the- I know people have their favorites here and there. Begs, you've mentioned Charbonnet a bunch of times. I understand that he might be gone as well, but there, there's still going to be running backs there for him to take, and you just need to hit on one of these guys. If, if he's if he's so if he's wanting to move Diggs because he's deep at receiver to get a running back, if you're are you not considering Stephon Diggs? If you if you're a Brees Hall owner, are you not considering Stephon Diggs in the 108? If you have Brees Hall and I send you Stephon Diggs in the 108. No, I'm going to let that rot. Goni? I'm going to – I'm probably going to keep Brees Hall also, man. Okay, uh, then give him somebody he can go for. Stephon Diggs in the 108 for a a proven running back. Swift? Oh, he's got Swift, doesn't he? Yeah, he has Swift Uh, and ETN. Basically, what it comes down to here, though, is he's got he can afford to like stay, I guess, old, if you want to call it that with Stefan Diggs at the wide receiver spot. He's got Drake London and Garrett Wilson, both came and and Jameson Williams all came out last year. That's three rookies. And then he's got Terry McLaurin and the mystery box. That's Calvin Ridley. So I'm not moving. I feel like he can. Aff- it's it's a top five wide receiver bags. I'm not moving. I know to jump all two of us spots. love Olave. It's, it's I, do, what it is. I do love Olave, and, and to me, Diggs is better than Olave. I'm not going to question that. There's a very big drop from the 106 to 108 to me. If you want a running back, you're, after the 106, you're better off going receiver, to, in my opinion. I think you've got to get to the top six to get a running back out of this class. It's, that's going to be a, a lock. There's a diamond in the rough every year. There's a sure. couple, man. Sure, but that's I, that's I think the thing, dude. Drop. You're moving a top five receiver, a perennial top five receiver. Get somebody proven. Don't get somebody. Don't move him to jump two spots in the draft. Gets you, you have a top five receiver. You can get somebody proven, especially if you couple him with the 108. Yeah, I I, I see what you you guys make. You guys make good points. I. I, I am seduced by the fact, and I always will be. You guys, I've said it a million times. Olave produced with a bad with bad quarterback play last year. That's a major checkbox for me. I, I am bullish on Andy Olave. Dalton wasn't that bad. He was not that bad. He was not that bad. Wayne? Wayne? 
He was he was good enough to not have a job this year, if what? that means anything. Come on, bro. He, he was good enough to to keep the job whenever Jameis Winston got healthy. Wayne, that's that's not saying much, though. Yes, it is for a team to to have a guy, and then when he's healthy, to not throw him back in. Uh, I mean, a guy that throws thirty interceptions in a season, yeah, it's not hard. And to thirty that. tutties, and five thousand yards. <laughs> cool. 30 tutties is like a standard year. That's not anything special. He was QB 22. Andy Dalton was. Well, he didn't play a lot. He wasn't the starter at the beginning of the year. He started 14 games. He played the majority. And he threw for 2,800 yards in 14 games. That's horrific. Bottom line, though, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how, how I know Olave produced. We all love Olave, but we're talking this guy's a contender, man. This guy's a contender. Stephon Diggs can deliver you a championship potentially. Don't you're okay. I'm I, this is a classic scenario to me of selling a guy year early versus a year late. You taught me that. Fair enough. Okay. If I if next year, can you trade Diggs for Olave straight up? Depending gonna, on how the year goes, probably not. No, just just not. based off age alone, and if they follow the same trajectory. Say say Diggs puts up another top five season and Olave improves upon his season or does, you know, let's say, let's say he's a top 30 guy. No, you're you, you probably won't be able to trade straight up for him next year. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm projecting him into my top 24. Uh, you guys may not. And that's OK. I, I'm trading a year early. And I'm going to move up to get a top running back in this class. I want to, I want every piece of this class I can get. Well, first off, at the 106, you're not getting a top running back in the class. They're already gone. I disagree. You're getting you're getting the tier twos. Second, I'm not saying he needs to sit on Stephon Diggs, but I'm saying he can get something proven with Stephon Diggs. Third, even if he does hold the bag on Stephon Diggs, but he goes and gets rings while he's holding the bag, that's okay. That's it. That means Stephon Diggs served his purpose because at the end of the day, somebody has to drop a player to the waivers. We had to drop Julio Jones to the waivers. We're probably going to drop Zeke to the waivers. These are players that helped us win championships. Somebody is going to have to drop these studs to the waivers. And if it's you, but you won championships with them, so be it. That's why I don't mind it so much because he has three guys that were rookies last year and they're all studs that's what i'm saying that's why if like you want to move them and you don't want to hold the bag whatever but but couple them with your pick and go get something proven but if you have to hold the bag and he gives you a ring in the meantime i'm you're happy Uh, yeah wait wayne and i are always going to disagree on this he you and i have different philosophies when it comes to dynasty goni's the fence guy here on this one yeah Uh, i'm taking kendra miller here from TCU in the 106. He's not going to be there at the 108. Wayne's taking the top five guy. I can respect it. Gone, it sounds like you're leaning toward the top five guy as well. I'm taking the top five guy. I'm I'm keeping digs and I'm I'm going for that championship. Okay. Um I'm gonna sell a year early versus a year late, and I might pay the price. Okay. Dubred 3403, 10 team super flex. If I offered you, this is, I'm, I'm reading it. If I offered you Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. 
Alan I'll give you some fab. <laughs> Alan Lazard, Derek Carr, the 110, and the 203 for your 104. Trade hey, calculator. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. It's a super Trade flex. The super flex. Hang on. He's offering you OBJ, Lazard, Derek Carr, the 110, and the 203 for your 104. And if your best receiver was Julio, don't know how that's possible. No. But if that's your best what? receiver, would you take it? Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I feel like you have to. That seems like a, a where if you're – rebuilding that's that's no. just a dream basically if you're rebuilding no i disagree that guy's not looking at the right roster there's no way somebody's best receiver can be julio i could go onto the waivers right now and, and find find people roster. better than julio and that's a fact i'll do you know what you you give your opinion begley i'm gonna oh, i'm gonna go on the waivers of one of our leagues really quick so so to me it's car the 110 and the 203 for the 104 right because lazard and obj are throwing nobody cares they're trash. Lazard's at least do. Lazard's going to do better than Julio next year, I promise. <laughs> well, that's true. Okay. All right. So Lazard, Carr, the 110, and the 203 for the 104. And a Superflex, it's not horrendous value to me, just from the Derek Carr aspect of it. But if my best receiver is Julio, I'm keeping the 104, and I'm building to the draft. That's just me. I want to know. I want to know how this team was only – the fourth worst team in the league last year with Julio Jones as the best wide receiver. Maybe they sold all the wide receivers for running backs. I don't know. Gross. Uh, yeah, absolutely emptied the cupboards. Gross. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I'm, I'm going to take the package. I'll take the package. Give me those guys. You're still getting the 110, so you have a pick in the draft. It, Derek Carr's... He's going to be there for a little bit, so you at least have another super flex quarterback. I don't know what this roster looks like at all, but you're getting more picks. You need more picks anyways. You're getting two picks out of it also and, and a couple of usable players. Yeah. All right, go. Wayne, have you, before we move on, have you uh, found anything worthy of just something better than Julio Jones? Dude, I got uh... – I was just scrolling through, and I see, you know, the Kenny Gallaudets and the Paris Campbells. Uh, I'll take Paris Campbell. Yeah, Richie James has some. Uh, I'll take Richie James. Potential, yes, for sure. Um, Equinemius St. Brown. Done. Um, uh, your boy, Westbrook Akine. Whose boy is that? Is that Goni's boy? Whose boy, yeah. I thought that was your boy, Beggs. <laughs> Why would you think that? <laughs> I don't know. Cool. Hey, hey, he's yours now. All right. So yeah. All right. Basically, we. But what? But what? Like, what made me stop? Is do y'all want to know who's still fairly high up here? I could give you a hundred guesses, and you wouldn't guess them. No. All right. So tell us. Henry Ruggs. Ah. Uh, Apparently. Apparently, his lawyers want the evidence of his blood alcohol to be thrown out because he was injured at the scene of the crash and they couldn't perform the field sobriety, so they didn't have um, probable cause to take his blood to test it. 
because apparently for that you have to fail a field sobriety. To me, it sounds like he's got a lot of money and the best lawyers in the land, and they are finding every loophole possible. That's so somehow say, he has weaseled he his in. way. He's weaseled his way back up into the ADP just from his lawyer saying, "Wait, wait, wait." We know you all took his blood, and he was way over the legal limit, but you shouldn't have done that. Yep. Yeah. Rot behind bars, man. Getting drunk and killing a woman, rot. You shouldn't be signed even if they get you out. Peter Haberstone. Sorry, that took a bad turn. (laughs) PPR Dynasty. Is it Haberstone? Possibly? Haberstone. Haberstone. I love when Goni takes questions. That's his name, bro. That that's right on point. If you're looking at it, you would pronounce it the same way. Yeah, I know, but but why'd you say it so many times? Is it spelled H A H A H A H A and then goes into it? Why'd you say hey 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 That's it. This isn't Begley pronouncing a name, bro. Calm down. Wow. Get bodied. Get bodied. One. Are you saying his tongue is as nimble as his body? Anyways, PPR Dynasty. Would you trade Justin Fields for Justin Herbert or keep oh. Fields? I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm taking Herbert. Herbert all day. I, I thought that was an easy one as well. I didn't know if you guys might have. No, you're the Fields insight. guy. You're the Fields guy. You, I'm the Fields guy, but I'm not over Justin Herbert guy. Justin Herbert's Justin Herbert. That, that's Justin what I'm Fields saying. I, knew it's a, I know it's a clean sweep, but if you weren't going to take it, did you think we were? Yeah, dude. You're, you're the Fields guy. Throw a wrinkle in, perhaps. Justin Fields know. is your boy. Facts. When it comes to Justin Fields or Zach Wilson, who's begs his boy, yeah, I'll rock <laughs> Justin Fields all day. Stop it. A sleep kaleidoscope 36. 12 team half PPR dynasty. Side A Lamar, Kamara, Isaiah Hodgkins, and Scott Moore. Side B Deshaun Watson, Justin Ross, DeAndre Swift, and the 105. Lamar, Kamara, Isaiah Hodgkins. It's Hodgins, I think. Sky Moore. Side B, Deshaun, Justin Ross. Why? DeAndre Swift. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw Hodgins in, but you got to throw Ross in. <laughs> oh, man. Each other, man. Bro. Uh, is this a super flex? It's a two quarterback, not a super flex. It's a two quarterback, not a super flex. Dear Lord. Side B. Give me. Side B. The drop off from Lamar to Deshaun is worth getting D Swift in the 105. I'm probably going to take Lamar. Plus, dude, you get you get Ross, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isaiah Hodgins uh, clearly outscored Ross this year. Give me the points. As Wayne would say, <laughs> give me the points. Touche. I'm, I'm on nah, the other side. <laughs> Lamar, Lamar Jackson, man. Lamar Jackson is where I'm going here. Everyone else sucks. Yeah, uh, you know Lamar's my guy. Uh, you better not pull off the 105. You better not pull away from the 105. I was just going to say, actually, now that I look at it, uh, if you if I'm trading Lamar and getting Deshaun Watson the Swift in the 105, I'm doing it. I, I think I'm going to take the Swift Watson side now that I look at it. Kamara's going to miss half the year if he's lucky. Hodgins is is going to be out of New York soon, and Scott Moore. I mean, come on. Um, oh, I thought there was at least one more usable player in that side. No, <laughs> no. Uh, 
Yeah. Is there is there room on the bandwagon, the side B bandwagon? Yeah, I'll yeah. scooch over. Can I hop uh, in there? Granted, he's All not right, very nimble, you. so you'll have to squeeze next to me. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll squeeze in there. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, side B for sure. Uh, I don't want any part of Kamara anywhere ever. Mm-mm. So, Brennan Stelly asks, do we have a value for Hassan Hoskins now that all this noise is coming out about King Henry and that he could be ch- changing teams? Teams are inquiring about him. He's in a deep 12-man, one-quarterback PPR. It's the fourth year of his dynasty. This is good dynasty football right here. Tip of the yeah. cap to this guy. I, if if I have Haskins, I'm going to try to get a second for him. He's probably worth an early third, but I'm going to try to get a second. So I, I think I think more so, what do you value him if you – well, I guess if you have him, what would you pay to go and get him? Do you think he's worth stashing just to see how all this shakes out? Like, he's what, what are your stashed. thoughts on, on being the owner? I, I would try – I mean, he's worth – like Wayne said, he's worth ro- rostering 100%. I'm going to try to buy him for an early third. That's what I'm going to try. He's, uh, if I have to go to a back-end second, I'll do it. Maybe. Yeah, I would. I, I do. I think I'd do a back-end second. I'd definitely do a second, but I'm with you. I'd start with a third um, and let the, let the guy you're trading with uh, feel like he's winning because he's going to counter back with your second-round pick. Um, I think he's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Knicks, Jets, Yankees. Uh, it's got two of the worst franchises, and then Yankees to take him over the top. Uh, it's a 12-team PPR. He says he's trying to contend. He's giving away Traylon Burks and Sky Moore to get Mike Evans and Amari Cooper. No, <laughs> no, no, Goni. It it's good value for Traylon Burks. You got you got to admit that, Wayne. He's trying to contend. What's that mean? What's that mean? Maybe he's trying he, to make the playoffs. He's trying yeah. to make the playoffs and make a run. He's a, he's probably a receiver away, right? Like a, a one solid set and forget receiver away. But is Mikey the guy? Mikey's not the guy. That's not the piece I'm coveting there. Amari Cooper's the guy. Bite your tongue, man. Perpetual thousand-yard receiver. Cool, man. Mike Evans, is he's he's done after this year. He's washed. He's going to show up for one game next year, and that's about it. He was the wide receiver 17 this year. Amari Cooper was the wide receiver 10. He was very good. He was very good. I don't know if he necessarily goes out and has the year that he had this year because I believe he set he set a career high in touchdowns with nine. Does he get back there? I don't know. That's a very, you know, it, the stat can vary. It's a very variable stat, I guess you can say. <laughs> <laughs> that was the know. worst breakdown of the very that's the very variable hands. variance of the very, very variable, variable variated stat. Variably very able um yeah i don't know i i would probably do it i think like beg said it's great value for Traylon burks i just don't think it's enough to put you over the top yeah but is it enough for Traylon burks that's the question 
Yeah, but it's a dynasty. If are you willing to give up Traylon Burks to go for two old guys to you help you contend further? Like you confuse me. You're passing on Olave because because you want the surefire points from Diggs. Because I want a top five player. Yeah. Okay, but in a trade like this, Evans and Amari Cooper, there's a path to both of those guys being being wide receiver ones. Mike Evans is unlikely, but he's also a freak. I'll put a doink that neither of them are wide receiver ones next year. I'm not. No, I don't want the doink. I'm saying there's a path. There's, there's a, path. a path for anybody to get there. There's a path for Traylon Burks to get there. No, there's not. There's not. No, there's not. But Mike Evans could could get there. If Kyle Trask is is worth any kind of salt, Mike Evans is a dude still. He's old, but he's a dude. Same with Amari. Here's here's what I'm looking at, though. If you're looking at a roster and he's trying to contend, is going from Traylon Burks to Mike to Mike Evans and Amari Cooper is that gonna is that gonna make your team? Is that what you're missing, Mike Evans and Amari Cooper? <laughs> Is that gonna make is that gonna make it to where you're trying to contend to where you are a contender? Let me give you an example. You're all dynasty warrior teams. I think you're a second running back away from being the favorites. What if you're trading for Derrick Henry in this case? Right? Derrick Henry might be a little better than Evans and Amari at his position, but you get the point. Are you willing to give up young pieces to get that last that last piece? Well, then let's go with this. We're not trying to contend right now. We're already contending, looking for that piece to put us over the top. He's trying to contend. So uh, he, the piece he needs to get needs to get him through the trying to contend threshold and then further into the I'm a contender threshold. Wayne, Wayne, here's, here's the I question. I hate it. Right don't, don't you, don't you ever start your counter with Wayne. Wayne, this will be, be it. Who's going to score more points this year, Traylon Burks or Amari Cooper? There you go. Done. Probably Mark Cooper. Okay, so you get an essence. I'm not going to hit you with a doink or anything like that. It, I'm just saying, in essence, it's an upgrade of that position, and then it's another usable piece in Mike Evans, albeit only probably three games uh, throughout the season. Okay, okay. Then let me ask you this: If your team is in the in a 12 man in the six, seven, eight range. Are they going to be able to push you to the top three? It doesn't matter. If you're trying to contend, you're just trying to make the playoffs and go on a hot three-game three, three game run. Okay, but that's that's very unlikely if you're in a 6-7-8 and you're willing to trade for Mike Evans and Amari Cooper. My point here is I would rather just stick with the youth because I feel like you're going to hold the bag on both of these guys next year and you're going to have nothing. You're in a dynasty – can we agree that Mike Evans and Amari Cooper after next year they're useless? I think Amari Mike Evans could be useless this year. Honestly, I don't okay, know. Okay, so you're trading for useless. Do you think both of them are are even tradable after next year? So I think Amari Cooper, yeah. Okay, you're more than likely holding the bag on Amari Cooper after this year, though, right? I think so. Depending on what so, you're willing to part. So if for. you're going to trade away youth, you have to be going. If you're trading away youth for two guys that you're definitely not going to be able to hold trade after this year, you need to win a championship with them. That's that's what that's my point. You you need to win a championship if you're going to end up holding the bag on two receivers next year. 
I think we're taking trying to contend too literally, right? That could be he's already a six. He's trying to get into the top three with this, right? Or he's already a five trying to okay. get to the top. Then, then that's my answer. If if Mike Evans and Amari Cooper put you into that into the Goni rule, you are you look at your league and you were like, I'm a top three team. Then do it. Go get your ring. I, I'm I've said it earlier in this episode. I'm okay if you're holding the bag and you won your won a ring doing it. But if you if you're just doing this to try and get into the playoffs, don't give up youth and hold the bag on two players to not give yourself a good chance to win a ring. The Goni rule. If you with Mike Evans and Amari Cooper, are you a top three team? If yes, do the trade. If no, don't, in my opinion. Okay. Don, you want to do two more? Probably. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good. All right. Would you trade this is Brian Bracy. He's in a 32-man dynasty league. Good God. Yeah. There's there's no quarterback spot. It's super flex instead. So you're, you're going to play the quarterback there when you can. Uh, 0.75 tight end premium. Would you trade the 107 and Travis Etienne for Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey? No. No, I'm not, and I'll tell you why. I think Travis Kelsey. I'm I'm gonna steal Wayne's thunder, and I think he be he'd start to depreciate very quickly. He got his ring. It just seems like players start to slide a little bit after after this happens. I'm not going to get stuck holding the Kelsey bag. I think the 107 in a 32 team is incredibly valuable. I want those picks. So, no. I, I, I love Tyreek, but ETN is also a top five dynasty guy at his position. Not top five, top eight for sure. No way I'm doing that. I don't I don't hate the value. I don't hate the value. And Tyreek just... I'm, I'm slobbering over Tyreek next year. I think Kelsey has another good year next year. I'm not going to fight the Kelsey train. In my rankings again this year, but in 32, that 107 is big. I'm I'm gonna stick with ETN in the 107. Yeah, the 107 is a usable player. Like almost no matter who you get, it's gonna be more usable than anything in the the double digit ranges. Obviously, it's it's just massive. It's huge. So. I mean, just just looking at the roster, it doesn't look great. He has Kenny Pickett as his starter, and he has Michael Gallup in the starting lineup as well. Kyle Pitts is in there. Uh, yeah, I, I probably am going to have to hang on to ETN in the 107. I still think you can get solid value back for Tyreek Hill maybe next year, but you never know what happens. It, it could just be one of those cases of – Tyreek Hill comes out and tears an ACL or something, and his season's over and value plummets next year. Yep. All right. Last one. This is our uh, blazing Reddit question of the of the Q and A. This one has got quite a bit of buzz around it. Okay, Tooth, fifty eight ninety four, ten team PPR superflex. Side A. Daniel Jones and Jamar Chase. Side B, 
Stephon Diggs, Michael Pittman, Tony Pollard, Jordan Love. Side A all day. Side A. Easy. Absolutely easy. It, Jamar Chase is just way too valuable, man. I know Stephon Diggs. He's he's that that big guy. You look like you're not loving the answer that well, I'm giving you right now, Biggs. Well, let's let's look at it. It's a super flex, and Daniel Jones is going to be better than Jordan Love, and then Jamar Chase is better than everybody over there. It's not like you're upgrading. At it's not like you're giving up Jamar Chase to upgrade at any other position. You're also by doing that trade, you're downgrading at receiver and at quarterback. How do you feel about it? Well, I'm I'm not going to get the broom out of the closet yet. It's a ten team, so there's depth at quarterback, right? So Daniel Jones is probably a QB three. Is that fair to say? On a Depending on the roster, uh, probably he was not. QB nine. No. He's he definitely QB nine. I. Obviously, Chase is, is is incredible. I mean, Diggs and Pittman, I think that's a pretty good haul. Uh, Pigs, Dittman, and Pollard. Pig, Diggs, Pittman, and Pollard alone, is. I think it's a good haul for Jamar Chase. You guys are shipping that out, right? No brainer. No. Wow, really? Uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. I, I don't like Pittman. Well, I, I've expressed my displeasure uh, with him. And you can't, you can't value this trade that way because – uh, the Daniel Jones side is downgrading at quarterback. Jordan Love is not starting on a team, on a 10-team super flex. Daniel Jones is. So you're downgrading at quarterback. So you can't just say Daniel Jones for Jordan Love straight up and then Jamar Chase for these three these three guys. It doesn't work like that. If I'm a He's Daniel right. Jones, if I'm a Daniel Jones owner and somebody offers me Jordan Love and Tony Pollard, I'm not taking it. Yeah, other, Jordan Jordan Love is a depth piece. And like, are you are you taking insurance depth piece? If you're a Jamar Chase owner, are you taking are you taking Diggs and and Pittman for him? No. Well, okay. His his other quarterbacks are Burrow and Tua. Just so you guys know. Here here's where I here's where I struggle. Jordan Love is he's going to play if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets. Like that's what's rumored right now, right? Right. Loves the starter. We've seen him play in what five games? We've seen five years of Daniel Jones. He was QB nine last year in a contract year, but that's not who he is. He's in the twenties. Fair to say. Unless you Bro. think Bull's the whisperer. Okay, but at the same time, can you name like any of his receivers? Yeah. Christian Watson Dobbs. No, 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 no. I'm I'm saying for Daniel Jones' entire career as a New York Giant, this man has never had a full cast of characters. Last year, I guess, was the closest he's he's gotten because he had Saquon. And, you know, some of the guys stayed healthy long enough. Kenny Galladay just, you know, rode off into the sunset with a big bag of money. But he he played well. He played well. He didn't throw a lot of touchdowns. He only threw 15. He had five picks, which over the course of a whole season is really good. He needs to bring the touchdown numbers up, but he had 700 rushing yards and I think another nine touchdowns on the ground. I don't know if he gets nine touchdowns again, but sign me up for at least another 500 yards rushing. It's just part of his game, probably at least another five or six touchdowns. And then if we get, you know, a, a tick up in the, the passing stats and touchdowns, 15 touchdowns, isn't it's in, 
Justin Fields, who you hate, scored more. He threw more touchdowns than Daniel Jones did. Yeah, I mean, Daniel Jones in three years, 25, 24, 27, he exploded last year at QB9 again. Maybe the Brian Dable effect. I, I just think Jordan Love, I can't be – I think he's in Daniel Jones's realm of being a mid-20s quarterback. I don't know how much uh, you're really looking there. Daniel Jones missed games all those years. He didn't play a full season all of those. Some of those he missed four or five games. I think two of those years he missed four or five games. It's true. I, I, I'm really fading Danny Dimes. That's what's hanging me up on this trade because I think Jordan Love and Dimes are closer in my mind than I think they are for you guys. And I look at How Diggs, close? I, I think they're probably within seven spots. It's not very close. That's, I mean uh, – I, it's not I, very I, close at all. I think they're. I think they're both. I think they're both in in the back half. Back half of what? QBs. I think Daniel Jones is is QB. 16. I'll put a doink that Daniel Jones is in the top half of quarterbacks this year. So one to fifteen fantasy finishes. One to sixteen. Huh? So you got 16. one to sixteen. One to sixteen. Done. All right. Pleasure doing business with you, sir. Done. I, so so I, I look at my return on this trade, and I'm getting Diggs, Pittman, and Pollard for Chase in a 10-team league. That's three starters probably, right? That's three immediate starters. Nah, I like that. not in a 10-team. Absolutely not. Absolutely not in a 10-team. Okay. I'm, uh, these are two guys that I think I'm high on that you guys are not. Which is Michael Pittman? I I don't I think last year was a blip. I, I he's super talented, man. He had the worst. He just had horrendous quarterback play. Yeah, horrendous quarterback play. But their offensive line is garbage too. Yeah, I mean that's it's, it's true. It's trash. It's, like they're, they, that's not going to be fixed with a with a, a quarterback. Yeah, it was in shambles when he put up the wider two wide receiver two season. I mean, it's the same line essentially. How much happened? Uh, essentially, but they played a lot better. They had one of the best offensive lines. That just, just uh, what's his face? Jonathan Taylor ran for eighteen hundred yards and eighteen touchdowns. Man, you don't do that with a bad offensive line. Same players, same five. Well, Quentin Nelson's got some injury issues that are going on, and he's he's the anchor of that line. Yeah, he's a stud. I I, I don't know. It's closer to me than what you guys think. I I like Pittman. I like Pollard. And I think Love's closer to Dimes, but you guys are probably right. You, you can get more for Chase. You guys talked me into it. Uh, okay, Tooth, I'm, I'm holding it. I think you can get get, get a little more. I'll, I'm going to ro- roll with my boys here. Brooms. That's that's fine, though. I mean, your argument was solely off of just valuing other players different than we did. It's not necessarily just a, just a random argument. You just you value Jordan Love a little bit higher and, Pitt, and Pittman a little bit higher. Yeah. All right, Mad Mob, that is it. Sorry we ran a little deep into this one. Um, Stay tuned. Saturday morning uh, we'll release the consensus tight ends, tell you how we did. Nobody really cares about tight ends, but we're going to do it anyways because we're the podcast for the people and we're all for transparency. But more importantly, we're going to dive deeper into the Mad Fantasy Football Olympics. More details Saturday morning. Please follow us on Facebook, Mad Fantasy Football Podcast. We greatly appreciate appreciate y'all. We will see you next time. <laughs>